The V8 supercars were in New Zealand, and Lachlan Mansell wraps up the Formula One's kickoff to the season. I hope you'll stay with us. Mark Winterbottom has won the Jason Richards Memorial Trophy at New Zealand's Pukekohe Raceway last weekend and took out not only the Memorial Trophy but also grabbed the series lead along the way. That's amazing, you know. Um, this one in particular is very special and, um, you know, he was an amazing guy and, uh, you know, to win it is, is very special. So, um, yeah, I'm holding this one and the workshop's got the, uh, the Peter Brock Trophy on display, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, oh, it's an awesome track, um, you know, the, the bumps are the character of the joint, so I hope they never, uh, you know, do too much to it because the, the bumps are, are, uh, are what make the car bounce around and coming on the straight, it's, um, it's hairy, let alone, you know, fencing it like I did on Friday, so um, um, awesome place and, you know, I think the, the Kiwis really love their motorsport and these facilities, it's pretty cool to have a car and come racing at a track like this, so uh, I wouldn't want to pay for it because probably going to get damaged more times than not but um, it's, a, it's a scary joint but one that we respect and um, I love it it's an amazing place I love racing here. Other winners across the weekend were Shane Van Gisbergen and Jason Bright who won the first race ever held on Anzac Day in the V8 Supercar or Australian Touring Car Championships. It's been a it's been a cracker of a day because you know with very limited track time it felt pretty wild in qualifying um, I'm sure everyone was sort of struggling with their cars I mean this is such a different track it's so bumpy and such high speed with little runoff so you know we saw a couple of guys making mistakes it's been a pretty challenging day um, you know, I was very happy to get pole you know it's where we qualified for the last race last year but you know it certainly didn't feel like a pole car <laughs> um, and uh, and the second run in qualifying you know no one no one really improved so uh, you know it was pretty pretty different qualifying session you know I would have thought that everyone would have improved as that session went on, given the limited practice time that we had. Um, and then we had a great car for the race. You know, it was um, Jamie looked like he was struggling early on, and uh, and we sort of latched onto him pretty quickly. And then I'm not sure what what happened to his car. It looked like something broke. The series now moves on to Perth in Western Australia, the Barbagello Raceway, on the 16th, 17th, and 18th of May. Lachlan Mansell joins us on the line here as we look at Formula One and of course Lachlan uh, the season's kicked off and it's been quite interesting because uh, the cars have shown quite a big disparity to where we left them last year. They certainly have Craig and the big news from this season has been the emergence of the Mercedes team in particular as a major force in the championship and uh after the last round of the championship, which was the Chinese Grand Prix, it's very close with Lewis Hamilton just uh, four points behind his teammate Nico Rosberg. Uh, Hamilton's won three out of the first four races. Rosberg with only one race win at the Australian Grand Prix, but of course Hamilton chalked up the non-finish at the Australian Grand Prix and has had to fight his way back up to where his teammate Rothberg sits in the championship standings. So I think the other big news, Craig, has been Red Bull racing and the fact that Sebastian Vettel, the four-time champion, so far has been outpaced by his young Aussie teammate, Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, fantastic, isn't it? That uh, Daniel's been able to step up to the main Red Bull team from Toro Rosso 
and been able to show such great speed and uh, such poise, knowing how everything has changed so recently in the sport. He's not been flustered that his teammate is uh, a, what is it now, four-time world champion or three-time at least world champion. He's just in there battling away. And there's some signs, too, that Ricardo might be starting to get a bit of a psychological advantage over Vettel. Um, you look at the Chinese Grand Prix in particular, where there were some team orders that were communicated to Vettel during the race, and uh, Vettel's response was that he wasn't too happy about having to comply with those team orders. So at the moment in that team, you have to say that Ricardo's on top. Vettel maybe just a bit flustered. Yeah, it is indeed. So what have we learnt from these first three races? We've learned that the Mercedes-Benz engine package is probably the one that you want if you're going to be competitive. We've learned as well that uh, Force India have been one of the big improvers of this season and Nico Hulkenberg in particular doing a very good job fourth in the championship after the first four rounds of the season. And we've also learned that uh, the Lotus Racing team are really on struggle streak this year with uh, neither of their drivers, Pastor Maldonado or Roman Grosjean, figuring in point-scoring positions in the first four races of the season. Uh, a couple of honourable mentions as well. In terms of the rookies, uh, Kevin Magnussen's done a pretty good job so far, although McLaren haven't been able to replicate their form in the first two rounds of the championship in the most recent two. And also the young Russian uh, driver at Toro Rossell, Daniel Kvyat's doing a good job so far as well with three top ten finishes from the first four rounds. Interestingly, we haven't seen a lot of mechanical failures, which was a real concern going into Melbourne. That's true, Craig. The reliability's been pretty impressive so far. Um, the teams have done a much better job than what a lot of people have probably predicted, so we haven't had the blowed engines and the cars parked on the sides of racetracks in the cloud of smoke that a lot of people suspected might happen. Yeah, so with the points, Nico Rosberg leading in Mercedes from his teammate Lewis Hamilton. Fernando Alonso and the Ferrari. Now, everyone's saying that car should not be anywhere near the results that Fernando's uh, making uh, or being able to pull off. And that's a recurring theme, isn't it, with Fernando Alonso? He seems to have this uncanny ability to drag cars into positions where they've got no right to be. And it springs to mind, especially his 2012 season where he almost won the championship in a car that was a, a top five car at best that year and really outperforming his teammate Kimi Raikkonen at that team as well. And what's probably uh, surprising is that after Nico Hulkenberg, who you mentioned in the Force India, you have Vettel and Ricardo in sixth place. But of course, Ricardo's lost his points from the first race of the year where, of course, Vettel had a mechanical drama. So perhaps that does even it up a little bit. It does, and if you gave Ricardo those points back, those 18 points to second position in Australia, that would move him up to third in the championship standing. So that just shows you how costly that disqualification was, but Ricardo doing a good job of fighting back. Mm. All right, now over there at uh, Wakefield Park and Winton, you've had a fair bit of racing to kick off the season and a lot of stuff coming up, including a, a major historic event up there at, uh, or down there at Winton uh, next month. Yeah, historic Winton's on the 25th and 
26th of May, actually 24th and 25th, I, I think it is. Uh, but the weekend before that at Wakefield Park, we've got the AASA New South Wales State Championships. That's on the 17th and the 18th of May, sorry, not March. Um, and that includes round one of the Australian Super Truck Championships. So we're expecting a big turnout of spectators for that one. All right, and uh, uh, plenty of ways to uh, get to both those events and all the details are online. They certainly are. Make sure that you jump on the Wakefield Park and the Winton Nova Raceway Facebook pages and also the website for updates about the events coming up. Just a quick plug as well for Round 2 of the Australian Endurance Championship, which is coming up at Queensland Raceway this weekend, the Queensland 300, the second in our three Australian Endurance Championship rounds, which kicked off with the Wakefield 300 and finishes up with the Winton 300 in November. Yeah, interesting championship kicking off there, and I know uh, you've been doing a lot of work on social media just getting the word out there about the three races. Yeah, um, so it's a championship open to a variety of different types of cars and a good affordable way for people to get involved in endurance racing. All right, and of course plenty of focus on endurance racing with uh, Mark Webber, of course, and the Porsche team having their first race at Silverstone a few weeks ago. Yeah, well, he's in the World Endurance Championship, isn't he, and managing to finish on the podium in that first uh, round back in sports car racing since his Mercedes-Benz or Mondays. It's great to see. Yes. Well, always a pleasure to catch up with you, Lockie, and look forward to speaking to you again throughout the year. All right. Thanks, Craig. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.